Okay, so um, I'm going to talk about the uh, structure of DNA, kind of like an overview before we really get into the nitty gritty. Um, I actually originally made this episode, uh, and it was like 10 minutes, and I keep forgetting that this is the review playlist, and so I'm just supposed to keep it super concise. So let's begin. Number one, there's only two things you need to worry about for the structure of this uh, molecule, and that is um, the really think of a ladder. And you might say, well, every bio teacher used a ladder. Example, Hamza White, we're using it because it's perfect. It perfectly fits the situation and it makes it really easy to understand. Um, so in the ladder, you have the rungs in between and then you have the bars on the side, right? And that's kind of all you need to do to think about DNA is just think about a, a, a ladder that is wind up. Okay, and so I'll start with the rungs in the middle. Those are the nitrogenous base pairs and that's actually what, uh, right, that is our genetic code. Okay, so information is stored in those rungs, essentially genetic information. Uh, and then the, so those are the rungs and uh, note that they're a pair. It's not like one rung is one nitrogenous base, rather one rung is two nitrogenous bases, uh, two complementary ones. Um, and then you have the, the bars on the side of the ladder, and that is, they're identical on either side. Uh, that is the sugar phosphate backbone, which is exactly what it sounds like. It's just a sugar and then a phosphate and then another sugar and then another phosphate. It's just a repeating sequence that makes this, um, this, uh, these bars on the sides. Uh, and so these, these strands is what they're called. Sugar phosphate backbone is a strand. Um, it, it's, uh, each strand runs anti-parallel. So you have like on the right side, you have phosphate, then sugar, then phosphate. On the left side, you have sugar, then phosphate, then sugar, if you if you go in the same direction. Uh, so they're anti-parallel, so they basically run in opposite directions. And again, I want to clarify, it's really just the concept of uh, just you have your, your pentagon-shaped sugar, and then you have your phosphate group. Recall that phosphate groups uh, have three negatively charged O's, which make them overall net negatively charged, which is really, really negative. Okay, that's super negative. You know, each each phosphate group has a three minus negative charge. You actually know what a phosphate looks like. It's PO4, three minus. Okay, so there are three oxygens, all with negatively charged um, uh, individual charges. And so this kind of helps us understand that DNA is an acid, right? DNA is deoxyribonucleic acid. Deoxyribose is the sugar. Nucleus tells us that it's in the nucleus and acid uh, refers to the phosphate component of the backbone because the acid is so negatively charged. Uh, remember that this is after the H's move around. You know that acids are um, proton donors, right? They give up protons, so they become more negative. So after they give up their um, proton, their H's, they become more negative. And this is this is the state we're talking about. After the H's have moved around, the DNA sugar phosphate backbone is very negative and that makes it an acid. Uh, and you might say, wait, but I thought that when things are highly negative or highly positive, that makes them unstable. And that's absolutely correct. It, it, you know, you'd think it would be unstable, but remember the sugar phosphate backbone is acidic, right? Because of those phosphates. But what's inside? What are those rungs? I just told you the rungs are bases, nitrogenous bases. And so you have some uh, interaction there that kind of keeps this molecule stable. Um, that's actually it for the module. I'm going to discuss the nitrogenous base pairs very quickly. Um, you have four nitrogenous base pairs, A, T, G, and C, adenine, thymine, guanine, and cytosine. Uh, in the case of RNA, however, this, thi this thymine is demethylated to uracil. So you take thymine, you chop off one of the CH3s, and you have uracil. So you have A, U, G, C for RNA. And so those are adenine, uracil, ur uh, adenine, uracil guanine, and cytosine. We have two classifications for um, nitrogenous base pairs. Uh, they can either be lumped into the purines or the pyrimidines group. Purines uh, involves double, double cyclical structured uh, nitrogenous base pairs. 
nitrogenous bases, and then pyrimidines are single cyclical um, molecules. Um, so in the case of purines, uh, the two purines are adenine and guanine, and then the three pyrimidines are cytosine, thymine, and uracil. I'm going to share with you a mnemonic just to remember that purines think pure as gold. So pure as gold, pure for purines. A for as is adenine and gold, G is guanine. Uh, with pyrimidines, think sharp pyramids cut. The pointy tip of the pyramid uh, makes a point and, and those cut, C-U-T for cytosine, uracil, and thymine. So those are the nitrogenous base pairs. Um, note that DNA applies within and across species and that the human genome has 6 billion base pairs spread over 46 chromosomes, so approximately 100 million pairs per chromosome.